You are listening to a Hippily Horror Stories Patreon bonus preview. If you like what you're hearing, stick around to the end to find out how you can get more. Hey guys, welcome to episode 1174 of Hillbilly Shorts. Hi guys. So Tracy, I ran across another list, you know how I love lists. Mm -hmm. And it isn't like a 1 through 10 or anything like that. It's just scariest things that graveyard shift staff have come across. Oh gosh, I can't even imagine. Now this first one is night nurses get phantom call from an empty room with no phone. Oh. I work as a transporter in a hospital. About two years ago, we moved from an old city hospital into a new state-of-the-art facility. The old hospital was built in the 1930s and was showing its age, and at night, it was just plain creepy. Each floor had an east and west wing. The east wing on the fourth floor was the first wing to be shut down about two weeks before the move. One night around 930 I'm up on the floor to get a patient from the West Wing. I see a small group of nurses and aides who all used to work on the now-closed East Wing. They looked visibly shaken. I walked over to see if everything was okay. They told me that they had decided to walk through their wing just basically for nostalgia's sake. When they were over there, the phone at the nurse's station started ringing. The computers and the phones had not yet been removed. Not sure what to do, one of the nurses reached over the counter and she answered the phone. The nurse told me that there was a woman's voice on the other end and she sounded confused. This is the conversation as best as I can remember. This is blank. How can I help you? asked the nurse. Hello, who is this? This is blank. I'm the nurse. Is there anything I can help you with? Where am I? This is hospital name. Are you a patient here? Oh, okay. Then the line went dead. That's when the nurse finally looked at the screen on the phone to see where the call was coming from. The phone gave the room number directly next to the nurse's station. The rooms by that point had all been cleared out and all the phones had been removed. They could see directly into the room and see that there was nobody in there. That's when they bolted toward the west wing where I was getting off the elevator. I avoided that wing for the rest of my time there. Oh, my gosh. Well, that would creep you out for sure. Yeah, that's crazy. Ooh, and especially it was like right across from the nurse's station. Yeah, you could see right into it. Yeah, they could literally just yell that at them if if somebody was really there. And I don't know how you could prank a call to where it would show up that room number. Yeah. Because I'm sure that's like an internal deal where you don't dial a number. You just pick it up and Mm -hmm. hit and it connects you. Yes. Ooh. That's creepy. And even if you could, I don't think anybody would do that. No. Not in the hospital. That's not really a place to have pranks. Not really, no. That's pretty crazy, though. That's a good memory for her to have of that wing. Yeah. (laughs) This one says, I work at a crisis nursery, which is a child care facility that provides emergency and respite care for children under the age of seven. I used to work graveyards all the time. I have to say first that I'm an absolutely non-believer in paranormal stuff at all. That being said, this is one of those deals where they say, that being said, Mm -hmm. some crazy shit happened. No doubt. That being said, at two in the morning in a dark room, when you and two or three other girls in their 20s are the only adults in the building, shit gets creepy sometimes. 
Now, the facility I worked in was named for a child that was beat to death by one of their parents. Oh, my gosh. The nursery was started in their name as a way to hopefully prevent another child dying in a violent death at the hands of a stressed-out caregiver. So the story that goes around is that the kid's spirit haunts the nursery and is mostly active at night. I get told this on one of my first grave shifts, and I'm like, whatever, scare the newbie. That stuff doesn't bother me. Well, later that night, one of the kids got up to use the bathroom. One of my co-workers helped the kid get back to bed and returned to where we were all sitting. Pretty soon, someone hears the water running in the bathroom. They go check it out. Yep, it's running. The co-worker swears up and down that it was off when she and the kid left. It's kind of weird, but I honestly think that they were just trying to scare me. Well, they tell me that one of the reasons that everyone thinks this place is haunted is that many different people have reported different children asking about, quote-unquote, that kid, as in, why doesn't that kid have to go to bed? While they're pointing at nothing, I brush it off, basically forget about it. A few weeks later, I was in the sleep room, which is the bedroom where all the kids sleep. There must always be an adult in that room with the children. Myself... I'm just chilling, reading a book with the book light. The rest of the room is pitch black and silent. All of a sudden, this kid, probably four or five, he sits bolt upright in the bed and says, Hey, how come they aren't asleep? Why do they get to play? I want to play too. All while pointing at a wall with no kids anywhere in the vicinity. Instant crazy shivers all over me. I was so scared I almost screamed. I refuse to be alone in that room from that moment on. <laughs> so, Ooh. that kind of would make a believer out of you, I well, think. Well, of course it would. And, I mean, he's not the only one that said that in the past. So. No, no, not at all. Anyways, that's all we got for today. Very interesting. And we'll be back tomorrow, and I got a few more of those stories. Okay, see ya. Hey guys, welcome to episode 1175 of Hillbilly Shorts. What up, y'all? I told you we we're going to be back with more of these stories for the uh, the, thir- the graveyard shift. Mm-hmm. This one says, I work at a hospital overnight. I was cleaning two rooms after patients left. They were connected. There was one exit, and I cleaned the first room. I left for 10 minutes, got my supplies, then went back to the other. I saw a little old lady in a chair, hunched over. I stared at her for a few seconds. I thought it was odd that they put a patient in there already. Two female nurses asked if I was sitting in a chair. They'd get scared. Nope, it was an old lady. Well, I check. The room is empty. She disappeared. I would have seen it if she walked past me. Creepy. No one on that floor fit the description that I gave of her, except for the lady who died in the room four hours before my shift oh she wasn't done being in that room i guess apparently not Mm. she's stubborn yeah maybe she didn't get to eat her evening meal (laughs) you know what i'm saying yeah maybe she wanted to finish her meal yeah in a hospital doubtful well yeah that's true when i had just graduated high school i started working at a truck stop a few miles outside of town I usually worked evenings, but I had to switch shifts with the night shift guy, so there I was, 3 a.m., fighting sleep. A car pulls into the parking lot, and it parks. 
There's a guy in the driver's seat crying and a woman in the passenger seat just staring straight ahead, not moving, no emotion whatsoever. They sat there for what seemed like an hour. Then the guy gets out and he comes in. He grabs a few random items and puts them on a the counter. The whole time he's looking all around, checking for other people. There was no one but us for miles. He then stares right into my very soul and says, It's quiet out here, isn't it? So quiet you can almost hear the angels singing. I muttered something unmemorable and then he left. She never moved. The lady in the car mm-hmm. still didn't? Yep. That's weird. That's a very confusing story. So the guy was scared and freaked out by what he said, but I really don't know what it meant. Maybe that lady was dead in his car. And it was like a weekend at Bernie's kind of thing. Yeah, he did say that the guy was driving. Yeah, it's very possible that maybe that girl might not have been alive. Ooh. Because he seemed suspicious looking around and everything. Yeah, and, and why was he crying? Yeah, why was he crying? And the girl never moved. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was a mannequin. Maybe it's a dead giveaway. <laughs> this one says... Dead giveaway. A phone used to call me on 911 every night. I guess used to call me, yeah. A phone used to call me on 911 every night. It would make horrible screaming sounds or sometimes white noise, and then it would disconnect. It scared the living crap out of me. The officers we sent out every time never found a thing. It was vacant, as a matter of fact, but there was a residence there. I was repeatedly assured that the sounds on the line were due to a faulty phone line or the rain, but it never stopped bothering me. Why would it always be that one particular phone call, especially when there's... So it was a 911 operator that yes. said that they kept yes. getting the same call. Oh, gosh. From a landline. It wasn't a cell phone. Yeah. It was from a landline. But the house was vacant. Mm. Me no likey. Property guard hears a woman's dire screams for help. I used to work as a night watchman on a large property. Not just a big building, but a large surrounding property as well. Probably 50 acres. Well, this property was not in the best of areas. It was kind of secluded, but it did have a subdivision nearby. Anyways, I had a really long driveway that was that was gated. One night, I started my rounds by walking out the front door of the place, which was all lit up. As soon as I lock the door behind me and take a step, I hear a woman scream. Oh my God, somebody please help me. Up at the end of the driveway. It was somewhat faint, and I took five running steps into the driveway, skidded to a stop, and ran back inside to call the cops. They responded with multiple police cars and even a helicopter. They found absolutely nothing. I still think that it could have been someone trying to lure me out there. Oh, no. Uh-uh. Well, that's, I bet that is possible. It's probably what they were trying to do. I worked in Louisville. This was years ago when, uh, matter of fact, Amber was a baby. Mm-hmm. And there was a, a place called Roman Haas. Oh, I remember that place. No, never mind. It wasn't Roman Haas. Oh, I'm sorry. Not. I take that back. It was Henry Vogt. Uh, company and they made these giant industrial ice machines mm-hmm. i guess like you would see at, at hotels yes. and stuff like that but mm-hmm. even bigger than that and this place was really old i mean i think it was established back in the 1800s 
and it smelled like oil. Like the all the floors were wooden, and they were all oil soaked. So it was like smoking was forbidden anywhere near the place oh, because sure. if that, it, these floors would go up up in a heartbeat. But you know they would have the uh, what do you call it, forges in there where it would be real hot, and they would make metal parts and all this. I mean, it was several buildings. It was like he said, and there's a train track that went there, and they would move stuff back and forth on these train tracks. Mm-hmm. But this place was really dark. It was in a bad part of town. It was over off Hill Street. Mm-hmm. And um, it would be a situation to where we had to go in through the building, and then we'd have to go uh, outside the building and go to another building. But you were always kind of walking from one building to the next and it was pitch black outside i worked third shift and i never really knew what was going on out there so it was kind of freaky and it was like there was hardly anybody ever worked that shift yeah so you would always hear all the machines would be like when you'd be in there and there's no lights on inside the place so you just had your flashlight and you would hear the and all this air machines going off it would freak you out and I thought that was bad enough, but then I found out that one of the guards that had worked there a couple of years before, he actually was attacked outside and killed <gasps> by somebody trying to break into one of the vending machines or something. Are so, you kidding me? No. So literally everything that we thought about walking and how bad it seemed at nighttime, mm-hmm. you know, and the other thing was like you had to walk those, but then you had to get in your car and drive about a block and a half down. To this other building that was like a pump building or something that you had to check out. No. I'm so, not, yeah, I'm, it was not no, a fun not, job. Yeah, I'm not down with that. So, but that's what that reminded me of yeah. when I heard well, that. All the different well, buildings like over 50. Yeah. That's what it sounded like. So Scary. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We appreciate all your patronage. And this wraps up our week. Thanks, guys. We love you. Hey, guys. If you like what you just heard. We do six of those small bonus episodes every single week. We also do two full-length bonus episodes every month. We do a listener stories episode and then a story that's just, just like the ones you would typically hear on the regular feed. If you're interested in supporting us on Patreon, just go to patreon.com and look up Hillbilly Horror Stories or go to hillbillyhorrorstories.com and there's a direct link right there. Thank you guys so much for what you do for us.